0: Welcome to the last of the Call High Wildcats 1982 podcast, brought to you by Deets Man Productions. Uh, one of the students, I have no idea who he was, but he had a, he was in Woodshop, and he took that picture and put it on some masonite and then uh, and cut him up into puzzle pieces. His picture of College High and I got
1: every piece but one. I put it together and had one missing piece. Well, that's pretty good, you know, out of all the Tell you what, that later on looking back, it was their parents. You know, I grew up without a dad in the home, but their parents had a huge impact on me. cheated to win, and this young man asked why he cheated, you know, to win. And in the course of that conversation, um you know he said he wanted to get the gold you know he, he had to get the gold medal but he came to the realization that if if you're not enough without the gold medal you're never going to be enough with the gold medal and I think that's I mean that to me that's I, I love that But um, Can you leave to go to the bathroom?
0: You can. Yeah, we don't lock you in. (laughs) Stand by the door. (laughs) You're not leaving. No, totally. (laughs) You can leave to go to the bathroom. We encourage, like my spiel that I give at the beginning of the class is make sure you have all the water you need, all the Kleenexes you need, all the stuff right at your mat. Because the more movement and distractions harder it is to focus obviously and the minute you leave the door and you feel the air conditioning in the uh lobby probably not coming back in probably not coming back in so they say you know if you feel dizzy you feel sick you feel tired just lie down lie down on your back and just stay there and just get used to the heat try not to leave your goal your only goal in this class is to stay in the room your only goal (laughs) stay in the room
1: Hey, this is Scott Townsend. Welcome back to the last of the Call High Wildcats 1982 podcast. And today I have with me a a great friend, old friend. Um, She's a yoga expert. She's a yoga instructor. Atina Pegram. How's it going?
0: Good. How are you? It's nice to see you.
1: Yeah, it's good to see you too. Been a long time.
0: Been a long time.
1: (laughs) So for those of you watching, listening, Athena and I went to Oklahoma State University at the same time. We were same major, all the same classes. We, you and I and a bunch of others hung out, had our own little club group group. (laughs) (laughs) and uh, so that was a lot of fun and, uh, but there's been a lot of water in the bridge since then. So it's great to have you back and it's good to see you.
0: Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here.
1: So as I was telling you, um a lot of uh, the reason why I have had you on the show, and I've wanted to have you on either one of my podcasts for a long time. The <clears throat> reason uh for today is uh the last graduating class of college high, 82. We're all 58, 57 years old. And uh we've got a 40th reunion coming up, and uh, we're probably, I don't know. I'm going to guess everybody else is thinking about getting in better shape or looking at least halfway decent for the 40th reunion. If they're not, at least I am. So if nobody else is interested, at least I'm interested. (laughs) It's a good
0: motivator for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, but I have a feeling there's a lot of other people in in the same boat as I am. So uh, as a yoga yoga instructor I'll just let you introduce yourself what uh, what kind of background do you have in yoga and you know
0: Sure um I went to yoga training in 2001 right after 9/11 they actually had canceled it it was in LA and um then all of a sudden they're like we're going to do it just go for it and so my training was in LA you may have heard of the yoga that I teaching it's been pretty controversial it's called bikram yoga and he's the The guru who's been—he's gotten in a lot of trouble, but regardless of him, the yoga is amazing. Like the series he put together is phenomenal, and it's for every age. Anyway, so I went to training 2001, nine weeks, two classes every day. It is hot yoga, is what I teach. So we're in a room about 105 to 107 degrees with about 40 to 50 percent humidity. So it's like a sauna, sweating, sweating, sweating. Right. Kind of nuts, right? It is kind of nuts, (laughs) but it makes you feel really, really good. Anyway, so after I left training, I came back and I actually went to Tulsa and did an internship in Tulsa um, at a studio there. I met the guy. He came out and did, um, his name is Greg McAllister, not Greg McAllister, Greg something. I can't remember now. It's (laughs) been a long time. Anyway, Greg and his wife, Maria, and I did an internship there for six months. And that's where I kind of learned how to teach because they don't really teach you how to teach. They just teach you the background. The dialogue is what we give in class anyway. And then I came back to Dallas where I live and I opened my own studio and I had my studio for eight years and um, it was tough, but, you know, I'm glad I did it. I learned a lot from running my own business and, you know, it's, it's a lot anyway. And then. I got married, I had kids and now I work for other people, let them have the headache of running a business and I get to have a little bit more free schedule and do what I really want to do. And I teach yoga and I teach also kid yoga. So I do a lot of kid oh. workshops as well. Oh, that's cool. Which is, um, And the kid yoga I do mostly with um, underprivileged children, like yoga is expensive and hmm. it's not accessible to everybody. So my goal is to make it accessible for everybody because I just don't feel like that's very yoga-ish, right? Right. It's only for the certain people, right? So that's what I do outside of my job. And um, I love it. I've been doing the same thing since 2001. It's the longest job I've ever had. Hmm. It gives me freedom. It gives me health. It gives me energy and peace of mind, quite honestly. Not getting rich, believe me, not getting (laughs) rich. (laughs) But it's not all about that. I'm having a good time. So that's
1: right. Yeah. well, I, bet, I guess that sums it up. Well, thanks a lot for being here, Athena. Yeah, thank
0: you <laughs> thanks, thanks. so you, uh, Scott. So I will say because you're yeah. talking about your reunion. Yeah. I teach the really early morning classes, so I teach at 5:30 in the morning and 6 a.m. Monday through Saturday, and um, the average age because I get this little report once a month, and the average age in my class is 54. No. So that kind of works into what we're talking about today. So right. people are like, I can't do yoga because I'm not flexible. I can't do yoga because I'm too old. I can't do yoga because there's lots of excuses that we all make. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but they're all false. Right. Because you can, and you do yoga to become flexible. You don't yeah. have to be flexible to do yoga.
1: Right. 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 It's like, you don't have to have a PhD to get your PhD. You right. have to. Exactly. Get- You work up to it. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's a process. It is for any age level. I mean, the heat, which, which you don't have to have the heat, but where I teach, that's always seems to be the most intimidating thing. They're like, I can't, I hate the heat. But once you've done it and you realize the benefits and the benefits are that you, your muscles stay warm. So you're more flexible, you're more pliable, you're you can mold your body easier, you can lose weight and toxins more quickly because you're sweating profusely. Um, and you just take it easy. You're like you can't do it, you don't do it, you just sit down and there's yeah. no judgment. No judgment, no judgments.
1: So what well, let's let's go into the different types of yoga. Are they is all yoga hot or
0: no, no. Okay. Not all yoga is hot. It's become really trendy, hot yoga. And most of the yogas that say hot are really warm. Hmm. <laughs> They're like in the eighties or nineties degrees. Ours is literally hot. I mean, it feels like Texas heat, right? And so, or Oklahoma heat for that matter. Yeah. Um, but no, there's so many different kinds of yoga. My yoga is Hatha yoga, which is like the oldest, you know, hundreds and hundreds, thousands of years old. Um, And there's lots of derivatives of that. There's Ashtanga, there's Iyengar, there's all the different kinds of, These are all mainly people's names and um, have done their own series. So Mm -hmm. every yoga basically has a series or a, um, it's a progression. You start with one posture and it goes to the next, and it's basically the same every single day. And so people think I'm going to get bored doing the same thing every single day. You don't. And the reason you don't is because your body is so different every single day. So you may rock out one posture one day. You're like, man, I've nailed that. And then you come back the next day you can't even do it. And it's just, so everything is just changing all the time, which makes it interesting and makes it fun. And that's why people keep doing it.
1: And I would also imagine that you see uh, progress, like you're stretching, you know, like today I can't touch my toes three weeks from now I'm, I'm palming the floor, you know, And so you see progress. There's a little bit of feeling good about yourself and improving.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And it might like, for instance, this particular yoga that I teach, people come every day. So people equate it with um, brushing your teeth. So you brush your teeth every day. You go to yoga every day. It's just something that you do. And this whole series is based, the one that I teach is based on um, health. So Every single posture that we do, there's 26 of them, is working some part of your body, some part, some gland, some organ, some muscle, some mm. something. And so it's kind of like you're scrubbing your body from the inside out. So you're getting it all working right. So, so you feel good. People want to come to yoga to lose weight, to get skinny, and be have the yoga body and the yoga butt, all that stuff, right? Yeah. This yoga. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've never been but I'll take your word guys. for it
0: <laughs> <laughs> this yoga is like about health so let's for instance you're too heavy or you're too skinny which there's both right it gets you to a place where you're healthy right so it's not actually people um would say there was a lot of um, misinformation about the hot yoga saying like, oh you lose 1200 calories a class. 1200 calories a class, you lose like 300. It's like taking a good brisk walk, right? Yep. The reason people think that is because a man will sweat three to five pounds of weight off, but it's water weight. It's coming right back, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so they're like, Ooh, it's, this is the best thing, but it's about health. And if you can get people thinking about health, then it's the whole picture comes together. It comes into this, you know, nice bouquet.
1: So, how do you define health? What are you talking about when you say this improves your health? Uh, what's it your improving? blood
0: pressure, okay. diabetes, um, uh, insomnia, um, just anything, everything. I mean, it really is everything. I mean, I have so many who are off their heart medication, off their diabetic or their diabetes medication. Um, I have, you know, I have asthma. I don't mm. maybe you don't remember that, but yeah, I do oh, have yeah. asthma. Oh, yeah. Remember driving to the ER? And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I have asthma, but literally, Scott. I mean, since I've been doing yoga, I am not on any medication. There's a season wow. in Dallas where I sometimes need a rescue inhaler, and that's an allergic thing. But it is not like how I couldn't leave anywhere without having medicine with me at all times. Like I don't even think about it anymore. And I really attribute that to the yoga because my lungs are stronger from all the breathing that exercises that we do. And um, I believe it. The only thing I don't think it cures is your eyesight. (laughs) That has not improved. It's gotten worse actually. So, but that's probably (laughs) age, not so much yoga.
1: (laughs) I guess the, I guess the, Stretching, the flexibility, the muscles, uh, flexing, mm-hmm. contracting, pushing the lymph nodes and yeah, squeezing lymphatic system. Yeah. lymphatic system, squeezing things around where it's not usually been before, probably is all probably beneficial, I would guess.
0: That's exactly right. The lymphatic system is like one of the hardest things to get. Moving. I mean, right? I mean, there's got to be a lot of compression, a lot of release. And we do a lot of compression, a lot of release. And um, the thyroid gland, like we do a lot of like this kind of thing, you know, like giving yourself the most massive double chin you could ever have. And that's working your thyroid gland, which mm. stimulates, you, you know, your metabolism and things like that. Um, the compression of the adrenal glands. I mean, there's so many things that we do that you don't even really realize you're doing, but they're happening. Mm-hmm. Not easy. But it's not hard either, you know, I think it's more in your head than it is like your physical ability to do it because your, your, your mind speak talks you out of so much stuff. Like I can't because whatever your X, Y, Z is right. And it's just not true. I mean, I have students in my class who are one lady Keiko, she's from Japan. She's 78. She comes every day, every single day. And knows everything about sports. She's from California, and she knew who Mike Gundy was. And she was talking about, "I'm forty. I'm a man. You know that thing." She knew. I mean, like these people are amazing. So, um, but all ages. I started my kids when they are like four and five years old. Oh yeah. So they've got like a bonus. I mean, like yes. most people don't start till they're older.
1: You're right. Um,
0: so yeah, it's for everybody, and that's like that's the beauty of it. Quite honestly, I mean that. It's not something. Running is not for everybody. We have a lot of ex-runners who come because their knees and their back are hurt. Yeah, because um, they can't they they can't do it anymore.
1: Can't but this is like,
0: yeah, the non-impact, mm-hmm. your own body strength, your own body resistance, your own weight. Um, I don't even really think if you're doing yoga that you really need to lift weights. And yet people are like, you have to lift resistance. All this, you know, I don't even think it's that. Important if you're doing this because mm-hmm. you're using your own body weight all the time,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is like your own personal little resistance training in the room.
1: Right. right. So, how, how long does a yoga session last typically?
0: Most yoga studios have an hour class. Okay. So, our class is 90 minutes. And then we do have, but we do have the same class um, for an hour. We just, it's a little bit faster. <laughs> um, but um, I would say most studios are about an hour class. You can even so, find a 45-minute class, actually. <laughs> you know, people are busy. So
1: so you you, you show day. up on Monday, you're instructing, and I walk in. Yep. First off, you're going to yep. laugh.
0: No, never, <laughs> ever.
1: You're going to go, <laughs> oh, my laugh. God, I know that guy. <laughs> Everybody back away. Um, so I'm not going to be able to do anything. I, I, I can stand up, and I can walk. I can do maybe a a, 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 a a slow jog. I can't. Can you touch put your arms tuss. over your head? Can I put my arms over my head?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Bam! That's the first posture. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: So you can I, do,
0: you can totally do things.
1: So I'm guessing that at first there's a lot of things that I'll kind of be able to do, but everybody else is going to be, you know, bent over and everybody's a rubber band and I'm this old tree trying to, you know, get into these, I guess you do what you can. You do what you can.
0: Exactly. And so that's, so what we do is we give a dialogue, right? So it's a specific instruction of exactly how to do, when to do, why to do everything. So like, I just asked you if you can put your arms over your head. So what, so, It's like, put your arms over your head, interlock your fingers, release your index fingers, stretch up, and then bend to the right. Not that hard, right? Right. You don't have to go deep. You just have to go a little bit, you know? And you're still, as long as you're trying the right way, you're going to get benefit. Mm -hmm. And you will be amazed at how quickly, like we always recommend for a first timer to come 10 days in a row. And they're like, you are nuts. You are nuts. I'm like, 10 days in a row, just do it. And 10 days, it's amazing the transformation hmm. and the flexibility in the mind and how they are excited to come back. Automatically your diet changes because you can't come and do this yoga having drank it before. Coffee makes you kind of sick to your stomach. Dairy kind of makes you sick to your stomach when you're going thinking about this hot room, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that you're like, oh, I'm going to yoga, so I can't do this. And then it just kind of becomes like, this is what you do. And so all mm-hmm. of those things change. So your diet automatically changes. So quick story, I was invited to go to my first hot yoga class by my friend's parents who were in their late seventies after church. They said, you want to go to a yoga class? I'm like, sure. So I put on my Banana Republic men's uh, pajama bottoms or cotton and I have a little tank top on I'm thinking I'm going to go sit in a room and meditate, go oh, right? Mm-hmm. I walk in, I was like, what is going on in here? I was like, it's so hot. And I was like, and I went to the teacher. I said, I think your air conditioner's broken. (laughs) She's like, no, this is hot yoga. I was like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, and how long are we going to be here? She said, 90 minutes. I was like, oh, great. Backstory is, I had gone out the night before. Now, of course, I'm like in my early 30s and I drank a lot. And then I went to Taco Bell on the way to yoga. Had a bean burrito because I needed a bean burrito <laughs> and I went and did this class and I thought I was going to die. Die, like literally, like I crawled out of the room, I put my face on the concrete floor. I was like, sign <laughs> me up. <laughs> was like, that was really great. And that was it. And I would be going ever since. The Last of the Call High Wildcats 1982 podcast is a Deep Soul Man production. Visit the Last of the Call High Wildcats 1982 YouTube channel, listen on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
1: This podcast is made possible by our Patreon members, Butch Boland, Ben Townsend, Mark Thompson, Glenn Goodrich, Sandra Yeager, and Christy Brooks and by the generous donations made via the GoFundMe campaign.